Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. A quick warning, in this clip there is some occasional coarse language, so if you are around sensitive ears or are easily offended, move along to another Steel Wars episode. This is not the podcast you are looking for. Splinter of the Mind's Eye was that a book that I devoured as a kid. Any, any Star Wars at all was exciting. Even the holiday special, when that was on TV, that was exciting. <laughs> we didn't use any kind of Star Wars at all. That's how desperate we were wow. for anything related to Star Wars. Um, so to get to do covers for the comic book was, was just amazing. You know, it, was, it was a thrill because you know, the only other person that had illustrated, painted Splinter of the Mind's Eye artwork before that was Ralph McQuarrie with the original novel cover so yeah so it was it was it was definitely thrilling it was very exciting speaking of that you'd been on was it episode two set yeah yeah it wasn't the episode two set yeah 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 and you when he told me that when he'd been on the set i was blew my mind hugh that was the least excited <laughs> anyone's ever acknowledged going on a star wars set <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I went there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Just my way. <laughs> I actually remember I when I talked to you at the 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 Galaxy Fest thing a couple of months ago I mentioned it like in the 90s like at the Star Wars conventions in Melbourne I always saw Hugh as like the bad boy. The bad boy no, guest, really? like really? very cynical, would <laughs> would really in the panel say things that would contest popular opinion. And, that doesn't sound like you at all. And <laughs> I remember he said this one thing about how he got was getting he just got annoyed with the, like the collecting mentality and the materialism. He was like, oh, "I've you know one day I'm going to come down and and just." I don't know if it was a yak face or you had some figure in still in the blister packet and you're like, I'm just going to walk in and just open it in front of everyone. <laughs> I remember that now. I remember that, yeah. And I was That's sort of awesome. like, you know, this little, you know, skater kid at this Star Wars. I'm like going, fuck man, that dude is a badass. Like, <laughs> that, guy, that guy's the Fonz. Check him out. Did you used to walk into the room and go, e? Uh, yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the laugh's on me because, you know, I, I did have a yak face figure and I lost it in a fire. So, uh-huh. that's, that's uh-huh. karma for you. Wow, that's really <laughs> sad. No wonder you're so serious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've had a, a very dark, difficult yeah. life. I lost a yak face in a fire. What's well, that worth now? A couple of thousand? Let's not talk about it here. I'm not bitter. At least you said you were just going to rip it open. Like, imagine if you'd said at the convention... 
I was going to come down and burn it in front of everyone. <laughs> and, then, and then karma just came back. Oh, that uh, would be bad. Well, I'm glad you think I was, I was a badass and not, not just a wanker. <laughs> no, it was like a, everyone else. There was a, a bit of heavy wankerism going on in that, <laughs> in that statement. That was me trying to be above all the other fans. Like, hey. No, because it was such a weird... I don't know. It was, it was, I guess, being into things that brings all these different groups together. And the, like, the main... The vibe of the conventions, like there was just not thing, like it was just not the vibe I'd normally be associated with. <laughs> so when I saw Hugh um, just telling it how it is, <laughs> I feel that you may have inspired Steel quite a bit, actually, <laughs> for what I know from Steel. <laughs> um, and because, like, you're one of the, you know, because, like, it was out in Australia, there'd only be, like, a couple of feature guests, like, you know, like Steve Sansweet might come out or, you know, like, um, you know, one of the writers from, you know, one of the books and stuff. So it was um, it was very impressive that we had an Australian guest that was involved in Star Like that was, back then it was just so weird. There's like to have an Australian yeah. involved in like actual Star Wars yeah. things that are going on. So it would have been you, you would have been the only Australian and the guy from the 77... Mm. New Hope, the TK421, why aren't you at your post? But he was other Aussie. But he wasn't even getting... Is his name... Was Peter? It Peter? Yeah. yeah. Peter Sumner. Yeah, yeah, Peter Sumner. Like, he wasn't even, like, on the circuit then of... Like, I didn't find out about him, like, for years. He was busy doing bit yeah. parts in soaps and things, I think. Yeah, but I'm not sure if it wasn't till like, the internet or something. That yeah. This, no, this is before the whole convention culture and, and every person who had a line or two in a movie re- realised that they could actually do a convention somewhere and, and get paid for it. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a bizarre... Before the floodgates opened. It was... It was yeah, it was incredible. They'd have these conventions like every two years or something and people come from all around yeah, Australia wow. and I was just... I didn't know anyone but I was just walk. I was just thrilled like... And... Yeah, it was... It was so... It was so different and there was... Like when people would give talks... You'd find out, yeah, like it was, of course, because it was all first-hand information. Like now, it's sort of all. What's well, so different now, particularly with the two of them being shot here as well? That every man and his dogs. Been on. We've got another friend, you know, Rowan Nickel. Mm. He's Rowan Nickel was in episode three, and he is um, what's his name there? He's Captain Antilles. Captain Antilles. He is, yeah. You know, right at the end, oh, and he speaks okay. with Yoda and all that. And he was telling us about because he's got a big scar on his chin in that uh, in in the in the scene. And apparently, what he did on the on the way there, on the day of the shoot, he cut himself shaving. I reckon he did a bit old. So he wanted to be Harrison Ford chin or something like that. <laughs> but um, he cut himself shaving, and he was freaking out, and went and was trying to like put makeup and all kinds of things. Uh, Georgie boy uh, saw it and went, "Oh no, I really like that. That's great. Keep the scar." Um, and so that's why you know the character's got this kind of like immense. Okay. Was George Lucas doing his like classic Kermit the Frog impression? Absolutely. You know okay. how he always does that. <laughs> that's an impeccable George Lucas. By the way, what do you remember of those conventions and stuff? Like, was it weird? I'm, I'm kind of fascinated with it because it was very impressive to see you there. But was it weird to go like from a fan to a guest sort of thing? Uh, yeah, it is weird to go from a fan to a guest. Um, because I mean, like myself and I, I guess a lot of other people who are a lot of other Star Wars artists. Uh, working today, pretty much all of us grew up as fans. We're, we're the first, oh, I was maybe the first generation of artists or professionals that 
you know, including people who made the movie, who were fans first and foremost. Mm. You know, the people that made the original Star Wars, they weren't fans. They were just craftspeople. They were just doing their job. Whereas everyone working in it now is a fan. J.J. Abrams is a fan. I'm mm. a fan. You know, Ewan McGregor was a fan. It, it, it was sort of weird because yeah. you, you always feel like, well, I'm just, I'm just a fan. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it is a bit strange. I mean, even last year I went to the German convention and met um, a whole bunch of... I was in the artist alley there. I was selling print and I met a whole bunch of guys there who were, you know, just the sort of generation below me, like by about 10 years. And most of these guys knew my work and it was just weird to have these artists who are all doing, you know, really great work, professional Star Wars artists, and they're coming up to me going, oh, well, I'm a big fan and you really inspired me. And it's just, it's kind of, it is weird. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just $3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As, and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.